0: From bureaucracy's basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau tonight innovative revenue tools i love regina heroic poetry and so much more this meeting is now in session hey hey how Uh, is it going uh
1: you know i've Feeling good, good. Feeling free. Have, have you noticed feeling-
0: it's kind of damp in here? it's like so, like the yeah. place flooded or something.
1: Uh, yeah, it really does. It's like it's, more, it's squishier than usual.
0: Yeah, yeah. Gotta, So, so we it gotta, smells kind
1: of fishy too. It
0: does. We've got to talk to like uh, the janitors about this. Yeah,
1: we got to get them on that. Yeah,
0: they, they were here about a year ago. Were they? I'm pretty sure. Okay. So maybe maybe next uh, September.
1: Okay um
0: so let's uh let's start let's take attendance, attendance? Yes. yeah okay
1: good thank you
0: okay uh for some attendance we have um peach dunley
1: peach dunley peach. the dessert
0: no peach d- oh that does sound good though
1: it does No, you Peach. Know, f- lit on fire with a little bit of brandy in the bottom
0: oh i think, I think that's peach Peach's foster that's oh, somebody else. Oh, yeah. okay. And yeah, he's sure. not in the meeting? He's not in the meeting. Okay. Peach Dunley should be, though. Uh, she was actually a U.S. congresswoman the very first. Okay. She shut down the government over, uh, it was in 1957, over... <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah <laughs> over, Over. like, uh, Elvis Presley's first appearance on Ed Sullivan. Oh, that's great. That's yeah, crazy.
1: I wonder what improvements she's going to be coming in to talk I, to us about. I don't
0: see her here, though.
1: No, she's definitely not here. It,
0: um. You know what? This what? is this is embarrassing. No. But I actually mixed up the l- order of the letters in Peach Dunley's name. And it should read Paul Duchesne.
1: Oh th- I'm really disappointed because that's not that's me. That's not oh, okay. Peach Dunley.
0: Okay, me. no, you're no you sir um, are no Peach Dunley. I'm
1: no Peach Dunley.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, okay, Peach Dunley's not here, but you are.
1: Yeah, sorry uh, about that.
0: Next up we have Goa Mandarin.
1: Goa Mandarin.
0: Goa Mandarin. Fascinating story. That's a, that's not his real name. But that was a nickname. He was an actual. Uh, he was a British Navy deserter in the 18th century, who relocated really? to the southern tip of India. Slowly grew crazy and thought he was the actual like emperor of of, of Goa.
1: Oh, he will fit in here Call just perfectly. Goa Mandarin. Yeah.
0: I don't see him though.
1: No. No.
0: Wait. He- stop. What? Okay, you're not going to believe this, but I think I think I messed up his name. Um, oh, no. The letters should spell out Aidan Morgan.
1: And that, I believe, is you.
0: Excellent. So we're all here. We are all oh, here. perfect. But do all we right. have quorum? Never.
1: Oh, dang As it. As usual, no. Dang it.
0: Uh, but we do have, I believe, an improvement vector candidate today. Really? Yes, we do.
1: Oh. Oh, that looks like Councillor Barbara Young from Ward 1.
2: Yeah hey how are you doing (laughs) this is my first trip to the sub basement my gosh i know you've been been coming to the building for years and yeah, but I but I hang out on the main floor on the fifteenth cubicle cubbyhole I that I have. <laughs> I never come down here. This is amazing.
1: It's pretty great, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah. you've got dripping pipes and all yeah. kinds of things.
1: We tried know. to we tried to put your seat outside from underneath the drips. I Thank you. you don't get Thank what, you. Yeah, we, we even
2: nice. turned up the boiler a little bit just to make it like nice and hospitable. Maybe we should put you on the uh, facilities in infrastructure list so you get some. Whoa changes down Ooh. here we could probably get to you in 2050
0: oh nice that's actually better than uh, other projections
2: so we're, really? we're
0: doing well okay <laughs> so Councillor Young
2: I'm happy to be here oh good oh,
1: well we're, we're, we're really happy to have you here thanks a lot for making your way down here and um, just to warn you um, the time locks on the doors they don't release for like an hour so you're kind of stuck
2: uh, so would you be okay. okay
1: talking to us about like City Hall stuff
2: well, um, well, I guess I don't have a choice here, do I? I'm locked in here, but, but yep. yeah, I actually love <laughs> to talk about City Hall stuff. Oh, so good. There's so much to talk about, so.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you're from Ward 1. Ward 1.
2: Number no yeah. 1.
1: And I understand that you are running again for re-election this October? Yes, I am. Excellent. Um, do you know where Ward 1 is?
2: Um, this is this is a I quiz question. It. I do you found <laughs> it one day when I was out driving <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you know? Like, do you do you have any sense of sort of the boundaries of Ward One?
2: Actually, I've walked the boundaries many times. Yes. Oh, yeah? Yes, I drive around the boundaries because I have to inspect the roads on a weekly basis. Do you? <laughs> well, wow. yeah, because I get a lot of calls, so I okay. go into the calls and right, yeah. Yeah. Well, drive the roads, so I can right. tell you about the potholes and. Some of them have flowers, people have put in them,
1: and uh, oh yeah, really,
2: yeah,
1: oh, that's pretty
2: yeah. cool, yeah,
1: um well, I was actually going to play just for like people's edification, if somebody happens to be listening to this uh this uh meeting mm. uh the 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 borders of your of your ward, oh,
2: that would be great,
1: so we've got Shane Haneke here who will read them,
2: for okay.
3: You. Commencing at Elbert Street and College Avenue. East on College Avenue to Arcola Avenue. Southeast on Arcola Avenue to a Highway 1 Bypass. Southwest on Highway 1 Bypass to Wascana Creek. South along Wascana Creek to South City Limit. West on South City Limit to Elbert Street. Then north on Elber Street to the point of commencement. And that's your Ward 1, Regina. So did you know
2: all that? Sounds good. Yeah, we we didn't, like, throw in any false information. No, there. no. no. It, it's, it's actually a great ward. It has all kinds of wonderful things in it. It has the university. It yeah. has First Nations University. Mm-hmm. It has Douglas Park. It has the Ledge. Yeah. It has the Royal Saskatchewan Museum. It has a lot of geese. Has, yes, and lots of geese, yeah. Do they vote? Yeah. Are they actual constituents, the geese and pelicans and um, Pelicans, yes. Geese, no, yeah. yeah. It
0: figures. Yeah. Just Pelicans.
2: <laughs> Pelicans are smarter than geese.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 He's just complain. They don't actually do anything. They never vote.
1: No. 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 Um, well, beyond just like you know quizzing you on the borders of your uh, your fiefdom, right. Your ward. Uh, we actually <laughs> wanted to talk to you about you know some of the stuff that you've accomplished over the, uh, the over oh. the last four years as counselor. And, okay. And um, yeah, you, you'd, you and you'd mentioned before that you wanted to kind of talk about like property taxes and potholes. And how you know for the last couple of years we've had a program to uh, you know add one percent mill rate increase every year, but that would go towards a residential road renewal.
2: Right, right.
1: And I guess I'm I'm wondering how do you feel that program has been working out? Like, has well,
2: it it's um, brand new, and I I have great hopes for it. It's um, up until this program, there really was no really good program to deal with uh, residential roads and. 85% of the arterials and the major roads in the city are in pretty good shape. But residential roads, over half of them are not in good shape and yeah. very, very poor, because there hasn't been any consistent maintenance, uh, money put toward maintenance or rebuilds. So the 1% is only in its second year, and each year or for five years, more money will be added. So at the end of the five years, we'll have a, over $14 million a year just for residential roads. And so we ought to be able to make a, make a real difference then.
1: Right. Yeah. And so this program is committed for five years? It's, like, guaranteed that we'll see that one percent? No, 1%. each
2: year council has to vote that one percent. So right. this would be the third budget that we would have to consider this this one um, right. percent. I um, ha- haven't had pushback on this one percent because by, I, I think people realize that roads are our biggest infrastructure issue. Do you mm-hmm. know that we have so many asphalt roads in this city that it would be like driving to Calgary and then coming a quarter of the way back from Calgary? We have 900, over 900 kilometers of roads in the city. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you can see th- that it's one of the big in- infrastructure things. Yeah. And then sidewalks are part of that, too. <coughs> and we have enough sidewalks in the city that we could walk to Winnipeg and back. Right. So when you think about that and concrete Hmm. and the price of concrete, we have a big, big job ahead of us. Mm -hmm. What are you
1: hearing from city staff? Have they been, have they uh, appreciated having the like dedicated resources? Because I I know that's always been one of their problems that without, without a commitment to funding for residential roads, it's hard for them to divert attention away from the arterials.
2: Well, when, when I brought the motion for the 1% forward, um, um, just after the meeting some of them came up and spoke to me and they were they were very pleased. Yeah. Because they can't do much without without resources. And so money's only part of it though, because we have a season. We have a building season. We have winter and a building season. <laughs> and if it's a long season you can get a lot of work done and if it isn't then then uh, you can't so there's some things that box us in mm-hmm. and make the uh, the number of roads we can do really really depends on the weather too right yeah and um what about so sidewalks are included in this in on some streets um yeah. sidewalks um are, are are I don't think they are part of the 1%. Okay. I think that's something that happens on top of that yeah have right. you
0: considered a deal where you do five streets and you throw in like one of the sidewalks for free?
2: Well or maybe go. Like they are farm? free for everybody. You know, that's that's the great thing about about the one percent. You don't get a, a separate bill on your taxes for this. Good point. Everybody contributes to it. Everybody mm. that pays taxes helps pay for the residential roads through this taxing. Mm. So I'm so I'm looking forward to it making a making a difference. And Ward one 52 percent of the roads in war one are are poor oh really hmm. yeah so this is an issue in war one yeah. and and there, there's some people who have lakes on their street and they have ducks that teach their youngsters <laughs> to swim in front of their houses <laughs> really and, yeah, yeah yeah and and then really really rough roads some that have turned to almost gravel someone told me the other day that they're Children couldn't learn to ride their bikes on their street. They had to go somewhere else because oh. it because it's so rough. Mm-hmm. And some people have had this issue for a long time because their street may be sixty years old and it's never been maintained over that lifetime. Mm-hmm. So that's changed now. The, the city's doing asset management. do You know what asset management is?
1: I do, but I don't know if Aiden does.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's the management My, of assets. Management of that. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, always before, uh, y- years ago, you'd build things, but you wouldn't want to use tax money to maintain it. That that just wasn't part of the way we did business. Mm. And this isn't just Regina. It's other cities as well. And now whenever we build something, we, we build in the maintenance for that structure for a 30-year period so that it it... it, it it's not the case of uh, council deciding whether they'll let something get maintained or not. It's built into the program, ah. so mm-hmm. it's not a uh, uh, political decision. It's a decision that went with the program, so it's much better.
1: Yeah, hmm. And that's got to be staggering, too, because when you look at how much, say, the road network costs over 30 years, it's it kind of makes me sweat, actually.
2: It's yeah, we're about $1.7 billion in the hole when it yeah. comes to... In, well, that's roads and pipes and all kinds of things. City yeah. city buildings. We have a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. but we have a plan now yeah. to move forward. And we have some master plans now on mm-hmm. uh, transportation and, yeah. and uh, water and wastewater. So um, I think that's one of the things that that um, that I'm really proud of this city. And we have we have an administration and a council that really cares about. The future and building for the future, as well as solutions for what we have to face now that needs fixing. Mm-hmm. Um, just
1: on uh, the issue of like the kind of things that people contact you about as their counselor, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned uh, before we started the meeting just that roads is something that you hear a lot about. Mm-hmm. What about the property taxes though? Like, is that the is that a thing that people complain about, or are they okay with it?
2: Um, some people are okay with it, some people are not okay with it. Yeah. I usually um get calls about it um around a budget time, but I haven't had a lot ever yeah. um and then uh um, when people get the uh property tax reassessment on on their houses they're 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 usually really interested in that and want to yeah. know how does uh, reassessment work
1: yeah, and that's coming up next year isn't
2: it it's coming up now, yes, I mean yeah. people are going to be getting something in the mail this this fall. Um, and then uh, it'll go in into effect next year. It happens every four years, right. which is really bad because the market can really change in four years, mm-hmm. and this is based on market value. And I, I think the important thing to know is that the city doesn't get any more money because of this assessment. It just moves it around in terms of who who mm-hmm. pays certain percent of taxes. Yeah,
1: right. Uh, and this year. Uh, the property tax reassessment is going to be based on like two years ago or yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. which is a little bit better than the last time it was four years it was really right really yeah hard on people yeah yeah there was there was a bit of a jump if i recall yeah. a big jump for some yeah. people yeah.
1: yeah what about you, um one of the things that regina has kind of prided itself on is how it has over the last 10 years it's kind of it's, it's, its property tax level, its increases have always kind of like been less than other cities like, say, Calgary, Edmonton, or Saskatoon. Yeah. Um, do you think that's been a point of pride for certain administrations? We even had like back in 2006, there was a 0% mill rate increase. Um, has that kind of hampered our ability to grow and to do things like the uh, like road renewal?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, when you have a zero property tax it means you're going backwards because prices go up. The mm-hmm. price of everything we buy and use in the city goes up, so it means you have less money. And so, what are you not going to do? Yeah. Um, so, um, but that, but that doesn't mean taxes have to have to be very high every year. But there are some years where there's a lot going on, and um, and you might bring it forward. However, it is lower than any of the other major cities in Western Canada. But that doesn't help a person who's on a fixed income Mm -hmm. and um, is trying to stay in their house and their property taxes go up. So those are usually people that I hear from. And just a reminder, uh, we're on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community
0: Radio. This is the Queen City Improvement Bureau. Um, Okay.
1: Councillor Barbara Young uh so uh, another thing I wanted to talk to you about is uh like issues around like public engagement and yeah. uh, the stuff that you sort of uh, hear from people uh a few weeks ago, there was an incredibly long city council meeting yes that involved you know like thirty was it delegations who came to council. The meeting went until like mm-hmm. uh midnight, and a lot of it was over a development at Thirteenth uh, and Elphinstone yes, that you guys actually ended up uh you know handing back to the developer and said, you know, uh, do better next time or work harder to come up with something the community likes. 20, 20 stories tall or no way. Yeah. That's,
0: well, I, that's my understanding. I think that's what... We wanted exactly even what, taller.
1: I think that's what closer. I demanded. <laughs> yeah. Right. I wanted a 20-story building with a pool on the top.
0: Yes.
2: And, that and was, something that would cast a shadow on the entire cathedral area. And, yeah. and 50 parking spots so oh, they had to tear perfect. down two or three houses. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, I was thinking we could just tear down all of the new Connaught school and put that and for parking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Actually, yeah. I I understood they weren't even going to oh. tear down the houses, just like blast open like people's living rooms and just drive in and say parking spot now.
1: People really was... don't use their living rooms anyway.
0: What, th- what are they, they going to do in a living room? Right, yeah. live. <laughs>
3: Yeah. watch TV. <laughs> go,
2: go go live in the rec room.
3: Yeah, I don't exactly. want to tear
2: the school down though. No. We were we were waiting for that to be built when I was on the school board. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> it's been a long time coming. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah, I know my daughter is like really excited cuz she'll oh, be going Oh, is she there. going there? Yeah. Oh,
2: great. She'll yeah, be a beautiful school. Yeah, so she's pretty school. excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, public engagement is a is a major goal has been a major goal of this council since uh since it started 4 years ago. It is a major goal for uh, the uh, city city administration and the new city manager. Mm-hmm. That's one of his primary goals Chris as well. Chris Holden. Chris Holden, yeah. yeah. And, um, and there are some new faces uh, that are going to be in that area. And they're going to be looking at different ways of engaging the public. We don't have our advisory councils meeting right now because we're trying to figure out a better way to do that. Some of them became lobby groups, which isn't helpful because you don't get all of the um, complex um, opinions on an issue. So that hasn't been resolved yet, but it's going to come forward, I would think, in the next council mm-hmm. for us to look at. But we just need to get more people involved, in, um, and, uh, and, and I thought of an improvement get out that we can make there
3: we,
0: we're all ears <laughs> we carefully we do the improvements but okay this one time yeah.
2: well you know um, I actually watched your podcast of that meeting that went till midnight Paul oh and, dear and, um, and you know if you wanted to know what was happening it it would be a really great way to find that out but why couldn't we have podcasts that's a preview of coming attractions you know huh things are coming up at City Hall. There's Uh two or three issues and and you could just give a kind of a brief summary of those issues in people language instead of instead of um, um, formal reports. Sure. um, uh, So that they Um, would understand what the issues were and if they were interested they might want to come or they might want to send something in and tell people what they think about it.
1: Then the flaw in your plan is they might then make delegations and keep me there till midnight again.
2: <laughs> yeah, but wasn't that great that we had that many people it th- was. that were yep. interested. Yep. That's that's really public engagement. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you've had several of those with this yes. this council term. There's yes. been a lot of big issues like the wastewater treatment plant, the stadium, uh, mm-hmm. the strip clubs, um yes. this development. That was so. a big evening. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was, was actually different. away for that one, so I, you were, I missed oh, that. Yeah, that was, was a good overseas. one. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We heard from a lot of people. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, well, I think that's a really good idea. Actually, like previews of the coming attractions. I do believe there is a council meeting this Monday. Can you give us a hint about because yes, the report doesn't come out till tomorrow? So
2: right. Um, well, I have a motion. No. Going forward. Yeah. What tomorrow all? night, and it's about the one percent tax for residential roads. Um, the um, city administration came back with a financial plan that the engineers put together of how much they'd put on maintenance of good roads and fair roads and then how much they'd put on rebuilding poorer poorer Mm. roads. And maintenance is really important because the fair roads now are going to be poor roads in just a few years if we don't do something about it. So that's important. But we have so many poor roads in the city right now right. that weren't going to be touched for five or ten years that I'm asking that that, that um, percent be changed and that more money go toward the poor roads oh. until we make some kind of a substantial dent in the number of roads. Um, uh, because those people have waited a long, long time and their roads are in really poor shape. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm bringing that forward. And I'm also asking that we try to find some other sources of revenue for um, some of the asphalt maintenance that um, needs to be done to make some roads that have lakes and ducks on them. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could do something to maybe get rid of the excessive Mm -hmm. ponding on those roads while they're waiting.
1: Ornamental fences around the ponds. Oh,
2: nice. And
1: add them to the park inventory. (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> so doing park outreach
1: exactly, like,
2: so yes, yeah, so yeah. I love yeah. yeah so so I'm bringing that motion forward tomorrow and and okay. so uh, it'll it'll be at the end of the meeting, so yeah. so we have to stick around yeah, yeah, I'm sorry about that, Paul, but okay yeah, yeah you just have to wait,
1: <laughs> is there anything else that's big and exciting? we're going to, going to be- co-
2: talking about the college avenue campus project and oh, dark hall okay. and uh
1: yeah, 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 um. You were on, aren't you, on the Wisconsin Center Authority board yes, I am. as well as on City Council? So you've been like following this along all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, is how do you feel about that project? Is it? Ex- are you excited by it? Or
2: yes, I am. I think um, um, I would hate to see that building get torn down or, or mm. and, and some parts of it have to be torn down because they're old and they're not safe anymore and we have so many wonderful community things going on in that building. We yeah. have you know the seniors Learning center um, and um, we have the Johnson Choyama Institute and um, qu- quite a few other things so it's really it's really something that we need to look carefully at.
1: Yeah there's also a very good uh, preschool in there. There is, oh, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. My, my son went. It was you very
2: know good. about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so, and that project, basically, what it is is uh, there's like a, ch- a chunk of land to the there's west. There's a chunk of land that that the
2: city yeah. owns next next to Dark Holland. Yeah. We'll be talking about that tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean that, Monday <laughs> on Monday, right? And that will be the, the goal here. Would be to donate that to the project, and then that's have...
2: what we're being asked for. But we have okay. to talk about that.
1: And you haven't decided yet, so we you... have
2: to debate that in council. Okay. And the Wascana Center Authority would be in charge of everything after that. And right. and they have architectural guidelines and yeah. heritage guidelines. So anything that happens there will be well managed. But we have to decide if this is good. If this is in the city's interest.
1: Right, right, and I imagine there's going to be a long list of delegations for that,
2: there'll be a few, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I yeah, you I better bring t- a
2: snack, Paul,
1: oh my God, <laughs> that's actually a really important tip for people going to council is sneaking snacks past the uh, commissioners, because yes. otherwise one of
2: our councilors keeps um, Oreo cookies in his drawer, yeah I've, I've heard this rumor. Actually. we all yeah. like to sit next to him because you know,
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. A, a cookie from it's Councillor Murray, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> cookie from Councillor Murray is the closest thing we've gotten to a paycheck at the Queen City Improvement Bureau in a long time. So. Really? We yeah. really? we had to split that. We did. A cookie too. That yeah. Was, that was I, got, cool. I got. I got one. A circle of chocolate wafer, and he got the cream and a chocolate wafer.
2: Oh, he got yeah. the best part. Yeah. yeah
1: mm.
0: and, the, and the shark, which is missing this week, uh, got the got the cream. So.
1: Yeah. For yeah. the best. For the best. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Coming up on Monday? Um,
2: um, I haven't seen the agenda either. So, Oh, really? No. So no. you have
1: to read all of that over the weekend?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of my time is spent reading the reports yeah. and doing my own research and asking questions and getting ready. In fact, be- being a counselor is a real-time commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you say it's... We've,
1: we've, we've talked about this a bit actually with Natasha Lipney, just the amount of time that counselor mm-hmm. put into it. I, I know that you're supposed to be part-time and have like another gig on the side, but would you say that, it, like, is it just a part-time job for
2: you? It's not really a part-time job, but, yeah. but I've chosen to be on quite a few committees. And, mm-hmm. and, and I did that purposefully because I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. When you become a counselor, you, you are happy if you're a learner
3: mm-hmm.
2: because there's a whole lot of learning to be done. And, uh, and so, um, so that's why I did that. So I probably spend a lot of time going to those meetings, preparing for the meetings, and, and doing my research. The rest of my time I spend talking to my residents who call me and email me. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's a big job.
2: It is. It yeah. is a big job. It's a wonderful job, though. I really love it. Yeah, hmm.
1: and I guess from now on, you're also going to be doing campaigning on this side.
2: I have a little work to do. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Do you, is there anybody running in Ward One yet? I've heard no. nothing so far. No. So, you no. Know.
2: But I'm. But I'm prepared. Okay. Prepared to do battle. I'm prepared to do battle.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, just actually one last question to see if you actually have the um, the the credentials. The, the chops the chops to be a, a, a city councilor again uh did you watch the tragically hips final concert last yes. week yes oh. Oh, so congratulations that's
0: all i needed to <laughs> that's do that's really yes. that's
1: it yeah, yeah
0: we could have we could have started with that
2: and um, thank and, uh, thank yeah. god i watched it huh? <laughs>
1: yeah now so normally uh, at this time uh uh, potential improvement vectors come in, and uh, if they if they succeed in in answering all of our questions and become an improvement vector, we have a certificate. Oh
0: but wow! But we uh, we ran out of toner, and uh, it takes six to eight weeks to get more toner from right. from the top floor. So so unfortunate. We don't have that, but we do have some lovely. Queen City Improvement Bureau
2: postcards. Thank you. Yeah,
1: the full set.
2: You don't have one of those tubes that comes down from the main floor? You know how they used to have in the old department stores? Oh, right,
1: like a vac- th- 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 Yeah. yeah. No. no, you don't no. have those. No. no,
0: I think that was, I think that was removed. Bad. Yeah, yeah, we just
1: hope for carrier pigeons to bring us everything we need.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't think those aren't carrier pigeons. Oh, dear. They're just regular pigeons. Oh. Yeah. I think they're actually seals. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's That's
1: why we get so many M&M packages (laughs) that are empty. Well, thanks a lot for coming in.
2: Yes. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me.
1: All right. What is next on the agenda? Uh,
0: Next, I believe we have our Innovative Revenue Tools section. That's the part in which we uh, suggest new ways in which the city can improve its bottom line.
1: Yeah. And this week, um, our Innovative Revenue Tool is a thing uh, I'm going to call Shark Sashimi.
0: That doesn't sound like our usual innovative
1: revolution. No, I, like, I don't know how it happened, but for some reason, like we, I, I came down uh, to the office earlier today and I noticed that we have this huge stack of like butchered shark in oh. the back of the office. And you know, it's like all set to go. We just, you know, we have to like, you know, get up, set out some like uh, little things of uh, soy sauce and we could mm-hmm. just sell sh- shark sashimi. Wow. And uh, yeah, just out like, you know, one of the vents.
4: Huh, uh, perhaps nice. at the
1: next council meeting, it might not be as fresh as it is today, but, uh, yeah, we've got like so much shark, shark sashimi that, oh, wow. uh, well, we I've got a slingshot. So we
0: can just like slingshoot it out the vents at oh, people right as they on. pass by. Yeah. And then, you know, somehow get money from them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, um, I don't, I don't know if you noticed, but for some reason there was like a note attached to it, which read, um, finally got the son bitch. Uh, all my best. BB. I don't know what that means.
0: I have no idea what that means either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe one of our listeners can tell us.
1: Yeah. But if that innovative revenue tool doesn't catch on, we have a few more. Cool.
0: I'm Sandy Dorn from the Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District, and you're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina's Community Radio.
1: And that is it for Innovative Revenue Tools for another week.
0: As always, they rivaled our Innovative Revenue Tools in their sheer scope and innovativeness.
1: And yes, yeah, they did.
0: Do they they have some kind of machine, like an vision? They must. They must.
1: Uh, Man, we need to harness that for (laughs) our purposes. (laughs) That's right. It would make that tail end of the first half of the meeting so much easier.
0: If someone wants to donate like an Scope to us, that would be fantastic.
1: Please do. All right. Uh what's next on the agenda, Aiden?
0: Uh well we have outstanding improvements. Uh yeah. And this this first item concerns crab companies. Crab companies? Yes. Taxi crabs?
1: Uh yeah. No. Oh, uh, no. no, not taxi crabs. Oh. Yeah. And not transit lobsters either. Oh. No. It's actually just taxi cabs.
0: Oh, well, you we, we talked about the shark earlier, so I thought we were still on a seafood sure. theme.
1: and the smell—I can and, see how that the would smell. bring yeah. the thought, bring thoughts of sharks to your right.
0: mind. Right? No, not not that taxicab smell. Just no the smell in in the office here. Yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, no, actually, we were going to talk about taxicabs because I don't know if you remember our June thirtieth meeting.
0: I I don't really remember anything like from before twenty four hours ago. Generally, as a rule.
1: Oh, good. Well, then I can fill you in.
0: Yes, please do.
1: Yeah, we talked about uh, a, a surprise decision by Council at their last meeting where uh, Councillor Sean Fraser had... Uh, oh, not their last meeting. This was a meeting in June. I'm sorry. Uh, Councillor Sean Fraser had brought forward a uh, motion to change the current system for how uh, seasonal taxi licenses are distributed. Uh, currently, they're given out to cab companies based on their share in the market. So, uh, say, you know... Um, Cabs are us go has 20% of the market. Uh, they would get 20% of the seasonal taxi licenses
0: and 20% of the uh, like the haul from that day's fishing, yes, right,
1: yeah, in the trunks of those taxis, yes, and um. The uh, and incidentally, the seasonal taxi license is there for the winter months when people in the Queen City don't really like walking places. They would much rather get a ride to places. Yeah, right. So the 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 um, demand for taxis shoots through the roof in the winter, and so they needed to. And for many many years, they've been offering extra licenses to the cab companies just for those months when they're the most needed. Oh, the change that Councillor Fraser had suggested was that. Um, these licenses, the subleasing of them couldn't be, char- they, they couldn't charge more than the, uh, the person bought the lease for, or bought the t- license for. Sorry, I'm having trouble speaking. Um, a cab company or a broker will get a license. And then because, you know, it's a person at a cab company who already has a car and is already driving, the theory goes that they will then lease that license out to some other driver who during that season will then use that license to drive cab. Unfortunately, what's come to, uh, had come to Councillor Fraser's notice is that they were sometimes charging 37 t- times what they paid for the license in the first place to the end user of the wow. license. So they'll be paying like a thousand dollars a month to use this license or more.
0: That is a whale of a fee.
1: Yeah. And it made it incredibly hard for cab drivers to survive because they had to pay on top of their uh, dispatch fees, so they pay a dispatcher to give them rides, mm-hmm. on top of the costs for, um, they they have to pay for the decals on the side of their car, they have to pay for all of these incidental expenses that go along with the gas, all these incidental expenses that go into cab driving on top of it, they had to pay these exorbitant lease fees, and it was making it very hard for them to make ends meet. So Fraser had suggested, let's put in a rule that if you're going to use our license plates, our, our licenses, you have to... You can't charge more than we charge you for them. And then council then passed a further motion saying that those licenses would be distributed on the lottery system so that they would be more equitably distributed amongst the people within the lottery industry.
0: This sounds like a really good deal for cab drivers in the city.
1: It did. It was. And the cab drivers were ecstatic. They were over the moon for this change. Um the recommendation though so this was a motion the motion then had to be turned into a recommendation from administration and fleshed out so that it could change the bylaw it came to executive committee on August 10th and the room was packed with drivers but there were also delegations from the cab companies who were not so happy about this change and they argued that there had been no consultation with them before this motion was brought forward and therefore, they would like more time to determine how this will impact their business. They also uh, raised what I think is a, a very salient point, a very worthwhile point, that um, if they don't know how many licenses they're going to have over the winter months because they're being distributed on the lottery system, that will make it very hard for them to plan their business. And it makes it makes it very awkward for them to, to you know, to function. Uh, so what they did is they called on the city to wait for the results of a conser- uh, comprehensive survey. The city had, you know, behind the scenes, they'd already been taking a look at their their bylaw and taking a look at their taxicab rules and how the industry functions, and they were going to be completing something for 2017. So at this executive committee meeting, Councillor Sharon Bryce decided to ref- uh, make a motion to refer the entire matter back to administration so that proper consultation with the industry could take place. And as a result, the change, the motion that was passed back in June is now sitting in, administri- in administration for another year Ooh. before any changes will make, uh, be happening. And the t- ca- that means the cab drivers are going to spend like at least another season
0: Being under the with current these regime. License fees, right. Enough. Okay.
1: So, anyways, <coughs> a funny thing happened. As I was looking into this issue.
0: A funny thing happened on the way to this story.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> that's already run rather long. Um, <laughs> I had uh, phoned up the union that was representing the taxi cab drivers for Regina cabs. And I had just asked for their response and they were quite upset about the result. And, uh, they had mentioned how the, you know, the union representatives had heard a lot of very sad stories about how difficult cab drivers were, were finding the current, uh, the status quo. And I said, oh, I'd like to hear some of those stories. And I was the response was, seriously, Uh, they might call you really late at night. (laughs) And uh, that's what happened. I got a phone call, and uh, they asked to come over and visit. And I said, you know, the door to the sub-basement is always open.
0: From the outside?
1: From the outside.
0: Yes.
1: And you can come down and, you know, take your chances on whether or not you'll get out. And they did. So... (laughs) Uh, I received a visit last night from three cab drivers uh, for Regina Cabs, Idnan Safdar Bajwa, Mohamed Amir, and uh, Syed Tayyab. And uh, they they told me what they had to think about Executive Committee's decision. They uh, I recorded our conversation, and uh, with their permission, uh, I'm going to play some of that right now. And this is an edited version of what was an over an hour long conversation. Wow. Okay. Here we go.
5: Really, very bad. We don't understand that uh, 27th of June, they give their recommendations and their decision without any pressure and unanimously. All the councillors they said we would not let them suffer again. They are suffering. They knew it that we are suffering. And these like 49 plates which they give to the brokerages, they charge way too much money. Mm -hmm. And the Councilor Sean Fraser, even 10th of August, he raised this point again and again, that this study was conducted 2009 and 10. And that openly said that all these decals, seasonal decals, should deliver through the lottery system to the drivers. So how they turned against that, that surprised us. It looks like that pre-planned something. So we are talking about only those seasonal plates. The city gives them free.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Why these? they are charging $2,000? And that's what Sean Fraser pointed out. That's they charge 37 times more from the drivers. And that's the Sean Fraser uh, presented this motion. And that was unanimously passed. And 10th of August, they just pulled back. And that's, that surprised me and everybody. All the taxi industry drivers, they were very happy on 27th of June's decision. And all of a sudden, they just turned it back.
4: You know why mm-hmm. they pulled it back? They said it's a lake of information, uh, consultation. Mm-hmm. Lake of consultation. Right. That's the Sean Fraser, he pointed out that. He said, he asked both like Virginia Cap Capital and Co-op, like three brokers. You were, when was the study in 2010? You guys were there? They said yes. They were, uh, uh, they were there when the consultation and study was there. So it's been already six or seven years. So that's not enough for consultation.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
4: before whenever they made a, a decision about the drivers are uh, cab dusty they never have a consultation with the drivers never ever when they made a decision it was implemented
0: mm-hmm.
4: so now when and something going to the drivers now they say like a lake of consultation there was not not a lake of consultation and uh, Sean fraser also raised that point you know yeah. he said you know uh, that study was so I, I I don't know why they pulled the decision back, but there was no lack of consultation.
1: Can you give me a sense of what you guys are facing okay. out there?
4: Can I show you the picture one? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on. That's what we're facing. What is that? Someone yeah, threw it up in my car, right? Oh thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's every day. Yeah, it almost yeah. Had, like
3: daily basis. So what happens is like this is our responsibility to clean it. the, the yeah. companies they don't do anything. They they don't take any responsibility. They don't take anything, something stolen in the vehicle or the camera has been stolen or anything damaged
4: to the vehicle. The company says we have nothing to do with this. That's your problem, you deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's happened in the weekend night. Someone threw it in my cab and after that I didn't work. The most busy night on weekends, like Friday and Saturday night. Mm-hmm. After that, the customer did not pay. So you
1: got no money from that, and then you couldn't work anymore? I
4: couldn't work anymore, I love, but I still have to pay the lease. They not let me go, okay, you, you didn't work that night, so I'm not going to charge you for lease. Still, I have to pay $100 lease a night. Jesus. Yeah. And it happened with me, too. I was know. robbed at... Uh,
5: 22 block uh, Hamilton, and what they did, they robbed me with uh, almost $60, very slow night, Sunday, it was a Sunday overnight, so and also they in the in the end, when they were leaving, they said, oh, camera is installed, might be our pictures are there, they grabbed the camera, and they were gone, and the camera cost me 900 bucks, Jesus. And I didn't work the rest of my shift, and uh, I have to pay my own, because it was happening in my shift, I paid him $900, so he bought a new camera he installed it and then he can work
1: why would you why would you lease a cab in Regina? like why 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 would you left i guess is my question um if the if the lease fees for uh, a license are so high why do that like why not do something else
4: uh you know if uh, for example the food is getting expensive mm-hmm. so that doesn't mean you stop eating right right yeah. So, we want, we're going to, because we don't have a, another, I think, so many options. When you have a, so many options, so you select one, mm-hmm. right? We don't have a, so many options. In, 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 a, in a, I guess, uh, if you are highly qualified, right? You go and get the job mm-hmm. in, in, in your level, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have that much. As a cab driver, why you go for a driving a cab? Because you don't have another option mm-hmm. that much, Right. So that's why the leaving a city, I don't think is a good option. You have to live there and fight for your rights and fight for f- your fairness. Yeah. That's why we. Want. we uh, this is very easy. We can move in Saskatoon. It's a happening there. But living is a good. It's not b- the option. Not the option. Yeah. I, I don't think living is a good idea too, because if you left and is driving a cab in the Saskatoon, right? If tomorrow is the same thing happening there, what are you going to do? You're going to leave another city? Mm-hmm. And then if something happens, that's what we want. Like We want a fairness here.
3: Yeah. Let's right. say if even we leave, like someone else going to have, they, they, they will be suffering the same problems. Right? Mm-hmm. So why not instead of leaving it, we love customer customers. We love people. That's what we want it to do. Just sitting somewhere else. We love customers. So if you leave it, so someone else will come, they're going to suffer. Why not stay in the street and stand for your rights? Stand for the fairness. Again, like well, it should be fair for everyone, to the brokers, owners, and, and uh, drivers too. right? So stand for your rights, that's what we're thinking. And, also, and we do not want to suffer any, anyone else.
5: But we are a huge community here. The drivers are huge. There are 4,000 people. And we are all family friends, family-oriented people. And uh, we are also citizens of this city. We just want to deliver a message that we are also citizens of this city. And we also cast our vote in every civic election. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are asking, we are begging our friends, family friends, who are not even in the taxi industry. We are asking them. So help us. Try to convince your ward counselors why they pulled this decision back. We are going door to door. We are asking their help because we are suffering. We want to breathe. We want a piece of pie. That's what we
1: Okay, and so that was, uh, again, that was Idnan Safdar Bajwa, Muhammad Amir, and Syed Tab. Uh, cab drivers in the city.
0: Yeah, They are suffering, as they say. Yeah. Yeah, that... Uh, yes.
1: Yeah. Nice. So, and just to recap, uh, what they're asking for, what the cab drivers want to see is they want the lottery system, th- and they also want the lottery to be restricted so that only people who are directly involved within the Queen City's taxi industry can get one of those licenses so that you don't have people from like outside the city then leasing those licenses out and collecting money without actually having any stake in the business. Uh, and they also want to see that uh, Fraser motion where the inflated price of the, uh, le- when those licenses are released, that uh, they can't, uh, they can't be inflated 37 times. Um, and Fraser noted that the lottery system had been recommended, and uh, they mentioned in the, that uh, little clip that I played, uh, a report that was done back in 2007, uh, and that report was the thing that's responsible for cabs having debit machines, uh, in-car cameras, uh, the cars can't be uh, older than 10 years old, and uh, those were all things that were costly to drivers, but the last mm. recommendation was the lottery system for giving out the seasonal licenses. Um, and that hasn't been implemented yet. I did speak with somebody from upstairs in the city. Uh, they pointed out that the primary responsibility of their department is the safety of the passengers, and so that's why all those other elements were uh, implemented right. first. The lottery system was always going to be like the last thing. Um, and one final interesting note. When Fraser brought forward his original note motion calling for you know, a limit to how much those uh, licenses could be uh, released for uh he didn't include the lottery system in his motion because he wanted to make sure that he didn't overstep and present something that would be too controversial for the industry and that some small relief for the drivers, a small incremental step could be achieved. Um, and it was Councillor Hawkins who made a further motion and adem- an amendment calling for the lottery system to be added. Uh, he said that he didn't think that uh, this would be a problem for this to be put through, especially since it was already in the report. And it turns out that Councillor Fraser was right, that the lottery system seems to perhaps have been the step too far that led to this whole motion falling apart and being sent back to administration. So right. there you go.
0: So, so thanks, City Council.
1: Yep. Uh, but yeah we 'll hear more about this i 'm sure, and uh, there will be uh, a report in, in next summer, and According to the people upstairs they 're hoping for June of next year for the report to come back. The goal being that if there are any proposed changes to the way seasonal licenses are distributed, that it will be in time for next season
0: yep. and it. and the crabs can be driven around without suffering exactly exactly in the
1: cold. Um, all right. So I should note that we are on ninety-one point three CJTR Regina Community Radio, from which we are broadcasting, and we are the Queen City Improvement Bureau. And I think everybody needs to know that this weekend is I Love Regina Day. This Saturday. Wow. It's true.
0: It's it's the day when we all get to proclaim our love for Regina. Yeah. For the Queen City.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, it had it had been planned for earlier in the summer, but uh, the weather was terrible, and so they've uh, they've. Uh, rescheduled, and so it is going to be this Saturday, August 27th, in Victoria Park. Um, the events include things like uh, children's activities, chess in the park, uh, play big on the plaza, color yep. downtown. That also sounds like a children's activity, it does. Uh, there will also be face painting and that, that too, Mare Fougere. We'll be making an official welcome to everyone. There will be a free barbecue, and that will run from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. in Victoria Park.
0: Well, I'll, I'll come for the barbecue, <laughs> but I'll stay for the barbecue. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's
1: I, I don't think they've gone nearly far enough
0: I don't think in proclaiming
1: so. their love for yeah, Regina. Just
0: to say, I love Regina, like what is what does that mean? I know. Three words? Like, why say three words? When you can, like, say, write an entire sonnet about how much you love Regina.
1: I want, would, would some crazy mad fool have done something like
0: that? Yep, I did. Right on. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, this took me uh, about seven minutes to write today, so Shakespeare, <laughs> suck it.
1: Uh, <laughs> I imagine you're going to want some music, some I, I appropriately will. sonnety
3: music. Well,
0: I, I should also say that because writing sonnets, it is hard, so I actually didn't quite finish... Oh. So, I need to I actually. The last word I couldn't find a good final word for it. So. Okay,
1: well, hopefully, the listeners, if there are any, can suggest something for us.
0: Let's. Can we fire up some tasteful Baroque music? There we go. This is the I Love Regina Sonnet. the official I Love Regina Sonnet. Regina, Queen City. My suzerain, for whom my feelings are sliced in twain, twixt adoration on hand one, and love the puffy top slice of affection's bun. Who can enumerate your aspects fair and comely as Fougere's thermoplastic hair, or Hawkins' swollen and protracted speech that mounts a mighty challenge to each amendments on names of streets? In this city, surrounded by sheaves of wheats and fumes of oil and potash drifts and frequent interdimensional space-time rifts, Queen City, you are the queen of my heart, although at times you smell like a gigantic wastewater treatment plant. I I, I, I couldn't find a right for heart. Yeah,
1: I can see so, how that might be hard.
0: Yeah, like vent, rupture, I couldn't do it. But that, I, I've, up until that point, I think I was doing pretty well. Yeah, I think yeah. you
1: did fantastic. Yeah. Nice work. Thank you. Who knew we had our own little, like, sonnet boy <laughs> in the <laughs> office?
0: Yes, they, they, I'm
1: going to put that on your desk. Eden
0: Morgan, sonnet boy. boy. Someone call me poet, but no, around here, sonnet boy. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It was, it was almost, it was almost like a great bit of pentameter. But I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind, I breathed some new life into the form. You did,
1: you did. <laughs> Thank you. All right, tooting right along, um, uh you know that uh, I, I hope the people will. Uh, We'll be reading that in the park on Victoria Day. So I'm just trying to see where we are in the notes here. Between bites of barbecue. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, uh, just a last couple of notes as we reach the end of our meeting. Um, Back at our April 14th meeting, uh, you uh, were only sort of here. There was really just a tape recording of you
0: <laughs> yeah, at yeah. that meeting. I got up to some shenanigans.
1: You, you totally did. Yeah. Um, uh, so in your absence, I talked about uh, the, seven, the parking lot at 1755 Hamilton downtown uh and there there was an ex- an application to extend the contract zoning on that 1755 Hamilton formerly a uh, an apartment building for people who um for low income people because the rents were incredibly low there they were evicted to make way for a development the developer didn't have a development so they asked to put in a parking lot for 3 years council said okay that 3 years was up in may uh And so uh, at present, that lot should not be a parking lot, and yet it still is. Hmm. Uh The City of Virginia runs a page where all proposed developments are listed, and that application to extend the, the zoning so that that could continue to be a parking lot for another three years. That application disappeared recently. So there's no application to extend the zoning so that it can continue being a parking lot, and yet the old zoning has ended. So I uh, fired a message upstairs by pigeon, and the pigeon came back to let me know uh, what's going on, and this is the contents of that message that came off that pigeon leg. The property owner of 1755 Hamilton Street submitted an application to extend the term of the contract zone to continue the use as a parking lot until a permanent development proposal comes forward. In so it's a
0: parking lot forever. Isn't it? No,
1: no, no, we'll no. see. In May 2016, the property owner withdrew the application proposal but continues to use the property as a parking lot. The city is aware of the infraction and is currently working with the property owner to secure compliance with the Regina Zoning Bylaw number 9250. So that's where that lot stands.
0: As a parking lot. Some sort of. in limbo. It in is limbo. a parking lot in limbo. Wow. So there'll be like will there be like ghosts and stuff if we go there?
1: I do believe that Caron parks your car for you.
0: Wow. Ghost yeah. parking? Yes. Very nice.
1: Um, and what's last on the agenda? I guess the last thing is expanded transit service. Um, transit has expanded the routes. It's uh, the U Pass has finally rolled out students at the University of Regina this year are going to all of them are going to have a bus pass. There is expected to be a a riot of transit use this year.
0: I I prefer like an orgy of transit transit use.
1: Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if we have the buses. <laughs> To accommodate an orgy. They're,
0: they're not, they're not that expanded.
1: No. But there are a whole bunch of new routes. Well, there's not a whole bunch of new routes. Route 22 is a new route. That's University Arcola. Uh, it's going to take up some of the residential ends like, uh, Windsor Park, Greens Garden, or the Creeks and Wisconna View. Uh, routes 3, 4, and 30 are going to have additional trips. Route 18 and 21 is going to run throughout the day and not have a break. Routes 18, 21, and 22 are going to have an added late night trip at 10 p.m. And, uh, yeah, so that's all to accommodate an expected boost in ridership, which I hope Please. you see, because buses are awesome. I agree. Because there's orgies on them.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Not, not, not officially sanctioned ones. No. No. Yeah. Because for a while, when I was reading about these like ex- expanded transit, I thought maybe they were just going to get puffier. Like puffier buses, and I, such. you know.
1: You never know. We might get that too.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I've long been an advocate of puffiness. Puffy transit. Puffy transit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, if only they had listened to our idea about inflatable buses.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah, or but no. or like shrinky-dink buses. Like you put them in water and they, yeah. That would have been awesome. I mean, transport would be really easy, and then you just dump them in a tank, and you pull them out, and they're good to go.
1: Yeah, and then you bake them in an oven when you're done with them.
0: Yeah, the problem was like getting a large enough oven
1: yeah that yeah. would be a problem yeah that would <laughs> For a problem. A bus. that
0: was why it didn't take off the uh, yeah. bu- buying buying like bus sized ovens proved to be prohibitively expensive, and i we'd already spent uh, quite a lot of money on our space shuttle yeah if you recall
1: oh yeah no yeah. i I haven't forgotten I was up in it earlier today
0: <laughs> pretty pretty pushing sweet, the buttons. Huh? Careful, careful! There's still some gas in the tank there.
1: I hope nothing crazy happens with that that shuttle uh, down (laughs) the line.
0: Certainly that that will not pay off. Yeah, don't even stop. Don't even worry about it, listeners. All right, so I think we
1: need a motion to adjourn because I got nothing else on the agenda now.
0: Uh, I second that motion.
1: Cool. Uh, All in favor?
0: Aye. Motion carried. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR, co-hosted by Aiden Morgan, that's me, and Paul Deschen. that's him. Uh, Music by Ryan Hill, a.k.a. Guidewire. And our guest today was Councillor Barbara Young, uh, which was a lot of fun. Uh, This episode has been brought to you by Councillor Sharon Bryce's Rice Devices, devices for rice, made of rice by Sharon Bryce. Uh, next up, we have Nerdcore Cavalry with Maddie V. And then, is it the cockpit? Is it the cockpit? Ball? Yes, it's
1: the cockpit. It's and then the reeling in the ears. And then
0: reeling in the ears. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Thanks very much, everybody. Keep on improving. good
2: billboard. Regina Community Radio is delighted with the support of the following businesses.